0: Today, we talk the endless restlessness of creativity as we chat to Lauren and Anthony of Story Surprise on Benny asking people questions. ago you may have barely heard the name of today's guests you may have known them as individuals but not as their venture story surprise yet in only a short while they have established themselves as a powerhouse within the industry their work ethic and determination not only provides rich socially aware content it also has an air about it that forces us to simply believe and expect they are here for the long haul ...that they have only just gotten started and don't plan on heading anywhere anytime soon. A distinct rarity in the children's music field. Their energy is boundless and I today am charged with wrangling that energy within the confines of about 40 minutes time slot. So please wish me desperate luck as we welcome Lauren Jimison and anthony craig of story surprise um (laughs) of story surprise with anthony and Lauren. yes so thank you thank you for joining me here today what an intro you're
1: making us i'm I'm
2: getting getting emotional over here i've never i think that's probably the first time we've ever heard anybody talk
0: talk about about us
2: We're always we're always doing the talking. Totally, thank you.
0: As 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 performers, you, you tend to have to create your own thing when you walk into a room, don't you? you always have to yeah. be right. Come, yeah. I come here and listen to how good I am. I'm going to tell you. Oh, so. absolutely!
2: <laughs> that was so nice. Oh, thanks,
1: Betty. Go we away. think
0: you're great too. Yeah.
1: <laughs> the feeling is mutual. <laughs> well, if,
0: if that's if, if if that's the case, uh, for those of people that don't know anything about you, who who the hell are you both? Oh, that is yeah. A, good question. That is a good... You want to go first, Anthony?
1: Um, I was born in 1989.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, no, which um, I did see. and That's mildly depressing to, to, from, from my perspective. Oh, I'm sorry no. about that. Yeah. <laughs>
1: um, well, um, yeah, who are we? Um, we're kind of just uh, musical theatre performers, originally from Brisbane, um, and we met at university. And now we're an old married couple. Yeah, <laughs> no. That's the are, whole story.
2: Yeah, we're getting old. We um we're an old married couple now, but uh our background is in musical theater, and we kind of fell into this accidentally. So many terrible things to come out of COVID and lockdown, but mm. Story Surprise has definitely been a kind of a, a shining light in yeah. all of this. It. Um,
1: it's definitely kept us busy yeah, for the absolutely. past couple of years. So like yeah.
2: Anthony, um Anthony was off doing shows like Alice in Wonderland and I was off doing shows like Paw Patrol Live um, and really focused on that. Then lockdown happened, we couldn't pursue those things anymore, but we're just such creative people. We wanted to make the most of the lockdown and now we have story surprise. I mean, there's (laughs) a a lot more to it, but here we are.
1: It started because (laughs) um, my sister lives in the US and we've got two nephews over there and we just wanted to read them a book Mm. And so we kind of read them a book, video made it. a video, and uh, kind of acted it out in a silly way. And then some other people were like, oh, that, that's kind of cool. We should do more of those. And then, yeah, here we are. And then we <laughs> did we it. just never stopped.
0: And, you and said, then we did it all day, every I, day yeah, for forevermore. Where am I possibly going to find the time to do more of these? <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah,
1: uh, yeah was, we did. have,
2: <laughs> yeah, we certainly have. And it's kind of, um, it's quite funny. I think it, it comes down to our personalities like where we we think it's great those people who like you know use lockdown to relax and sit back and Mm. reflect but we were like how creative can we be what can we achieve (laughs) quick make something (laughs) um and our focus completely shifted it was about april of 2020 that we started this. This is a bit of fun. And then we, you know, like a week in, we had a, a whiteboard with a full schedule of working, you know, Brilliant. from like 8 a.m. till midnight every day making stuff. And we love it. That's why we do it. But, mm. um
0: well, I, guess, I guess, yeah, I, guess, I mean, this wasn't a question I had, but it does, it does bring up the reality of there will be a point when things do go back to, and for those of you that can't see, I'm making inverted commas with <laughs> my fingers, Things are going to go back to normal-ish, which means both of your existing careers prior to this, you would assume, will pick up again and you'll get back into children's theatre. I mean, have you even thought about what that's going to do to Story Surprise or you'll just delete yeah, that? Th- river when you come across it?
2: It's a little bit of both, I think. I don't know. Tell
0: me if you feel differently Anthony. <laughs>
2: but um, <laughs> we've never discussed this, betting now we have. <laughs> um, we, it all started off as as a bit of lockdown fun. And then we thought, no, let's really pursue this, which we've done. I think at the moment we're kind of in a middle zone where we're very much much pursuing it and want to do that and hope that there's longevity in story surprise because we love it so much and it's our baby. And we still would love to take on other opportunities in children's entertainment or musical theatre if and when they come about. But I think that what lockdown has done for us has given us a new perspective and as so many people who come from a performing background can relate to, you know, you get these auditions and you're just like, oh, I better do all of these auditions. Mm -hmm. And you end up thinking, why am I doing these auditions that – for this toilet paper ad that I Mm. have no interest in. (laughs) Um, So we're definitely a lot pickier. Except
0: for now, I mean toilet paper ads are an amazing (laughs) opportunity. I think they're like like alcohol ads. If you do one for one company, you're not allowed to represent another company. (laughs) Um, And for anybody listening,
2: I am available for toilet paper ads. Yes, we we will take a sponsorship. (laughs) There's this thing that we can do when we're sad angry or blue. Take a deep breath and count to three. You'll feel Better just wait and see. Come on, follow me. Breathe on in. Breathe on out. Breathe on in. Breathe on out. Shrug your shoulders. Shake your knees. Take a deep breath with me. Breathe on in. The day will come where we will probably pursue story surprise and only story surprise. Like that, that would be incredible. Like, for example, where there was um, a really brief period where things kind of were okay this year, I went back and did Paw Patrol for a really brief stint and just, you know, um, every break that I had, we were running our Story Surprise classes or making our podcast and then I'd go back on stage and do the other thing, Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh, the unrelated children's entertainment thing. But I think, like, for me, I just love that we've come to a point in our, in our lives, in our careers, where we have creative control. Mm. I love doing children's theatre in any capacity, but Story Surprise is ours. Mm. It's our baby. Like, you know, we can make a song and you might not like it, but it's ours. We did it, and that's pretty empowering and awesome. I don't know. What do you think, Anthony?
1: No, yeah, I agree. Yeah, like because everything when you're working as an actor and just – performing artists and children's entertainment, it's always, yeah, it always is for someone else, mm. um, especially with auditions. You might do so uh, so many auditions in a row, putting all this energy into things that might not actually accumulate into a job, into a paid job, into mm. another opportunity. But this, like you do it for yourself and you're like, it's all good because it's all building on previous work and then putting more mm. content out there, getting to a, another getting into another kid's ears, if yeah. that's the way to put it, or like <laughs> to another family. And it's just, it's it feels all beneficial and all worthwhile to put the effort into it. Yeah.
2: Mm. Like I think, I think we've spent, I think we can all say at some point, we've spent so much time kind of fulfilling somebody else's dream, bringing somebody yeah. else's dream to life. And like, we're bringing our own dream to life. That's pretty, pretty awesome. Like not, some people never get to do that and you know we we've, we've done some pretty goofy silly stuff and some people are like that's awesome and some people are like whoa that's weird <laughs> and we're like but that's 100% us so that's pretty cool lady free take a deep
0: breath with me I guess I mean if you go back to your beginning, if you look if you look at um, you know your your extensive careers in in children's theatre, um, my you know you could sort of immediately argue that that's good grounds to prepare yourself for what you're doing now. However. I, I don't know. I kind of think it's probably a very different beast when you're out there. I mean, the thing about children's theatre is it's is it's often and and not in a bad way, but if you're in a travelling show or something, it is very prescribed. It is it is a very structural. I mean, particularly with something like Paw Patrol, and if you're in Alice and from Alice in Wonderland and so on and so forth, you are you are like you're just saying you're following somebody else's vision, but with that comes this structural rigidity, I guess. Mm it probably doesn't really prep you much for then walking out in front of a bunch of children doing your own thing. I mean, was that was it harder taking your own mm. stuff on stage and and all of a sudden finding out there's a whole different way you need to engage with the children that are watching or am I just completely off the mark and it's it was just one and the same? Well, I think I think it like
1: um you're right, it is a very different thing, but both of us, I know we both Thrive when things go wrong <laughs> on it's stage. True. Like, um, we've both done a few tours where it is the same show over a hundred times. So like, you know, the, the same thing. And then as soon as something goes wrong, you're like, oh, wow, an opportunity to, like, to whoa, this, is, this <laughs> yeah. is a thrill.
2: <laughs> yeah, <definitely>. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I know, is that bad? Uh, I don't know, but we do. We both love it. We did a couple of our own story surprise shows. We were just really lucky that um, we teamed up with a council area and we did their shows in um, their local libraries, right in the bracket where it was safe to do so in Melbourne. Um, thankfully, the lockdown was enforced after we finished that little tour, but um, gosh, you know, just you know, kids running up on stage and kids mm-hmm. picking up the props and kids saying boo, <laughs> you know, but, and gosh, it just makes it that much more fun. For me, like going back and doing some of the other children's theatre that I've done for other companies or other shows, other brands, it's funny, when you perform for kids, they are always going to be the most critical audience mm. and they're not going to sit there politely and clap. If they hate it, they'll tell you. If they love it, they'll tell you. Mm um and you know i've done some other shows that are just like you said benny you think like gosh this script isn't great or this character isn't great or gosh if this was my piece of theater or my idea i'd do it differently in this way but you mm. have no creative control over that so if you go up on stage and it's not well received you, you're kind of like oh well i've just been here to do my job
0: yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but when it's when you're getting up there whether it be you know you're putting your music out there on spotify or you're up there mm. performing or you're making a video um, it is so much more personal because that yeah. is your heart and soul that you've put into that. It's you yeah. through and through. So when somebody doesn't like it, you're like, Oh gosh! <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh!
0: <laughs> that person's an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> get out. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. When you've been out playing about, about. there'll be jams on your hands. There is, is no, no doubt. doubt. No need to fear them. Here's how, how you clear, clear em. them: water and soap. To, to the, the germs, say no yeah, <laughs> Gotta wash them away.
0: You're not invited to stay. Let's sort of now make that distinction between the story surprise and your histories because it a, it's a many-headed beast, the story surprise. There's the podcast, there's the music, there's the live shows, the weekly story. Um, now there's now exercise classes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I know. We're, we're idiots. we are What have we done? <laughs> 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 soon oh soon you won't allow yourselves into your own shows That's it, you, know. you two get out You're not allowed to be part of it anymore <laughs> Well, I mean, is it Before we get into the workload I mean, it's it from the outsider It looks like it's grown quite quite quickly I mean, do, does it feel like that from the inside? I mean, you. It, it's an enormous amount of stuff To try to fit under the one umbrella It doesn't mean it can't happen But it is a lot of stuff to try to keep a consistent theme Um you is it is it a response to the success of it or is the or is it a response to not being able to sit down
1: yeah (laughs) i think it's a bit of both yeah like i know at the start we because we've only been at it for a bit over a year now maybe a year Mm -hmm. and a half yeah um we just kind of wanted to do everything we could get our grubby hands on just because it's kind of figuring out what works what I mean we had the time to do everything throughout the past year and a half. So we've just somehow sure. fallen into doing everything. Yeah. Mm. And we've also been offered these opportunities that we were able to take up from other people like um our exercise classes that we do weekly um it's just over Zoom so it's, it works for people in lockdown all over Australia but that was given to us by someone else. We kind of took over their classes, so we're like, "Oh well, we've got the time to do it. We'll turn Let's it give into it a, a go." Story
2: surprise thing.
1: And then uh, uh, Sarah from Little Rockers Radio contacted mm. us and was like, "Hey, would you like guys like to do a podcast?" And we're like, "Yeah, all right, we'll do it." Yeah, it seems like we're at the moment in the time of refining and stripping back what works, what we actually have sure. the time to do. Um, What's the most beneficial for us to be able to make a living off doing this stuff? Yeah. Because a lot of the stuff we do doesn't generate any income at all. So it's, what, um, in children's
0: kind of... music? I know. Shocking. Who would have believed that? I, I don't know what you are doing wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, hold on.
2: Didn't we make four cents on to, off germs or something? Oh, yeah.
0: yeah. But, well, yeah I think Spotify. 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 Yeah, that's where the cash is. Yeah, that's
2: where it's at. That's I actually where the... <laughs>
0: think we're actually up to $4.95. So.
1: Dance.
2: For us, like you like you said, Anthony, like it is. Ooh, let's. Let's stick our fingers in this pot. Let's let's stick our fingers in this pot. Is that even a saying? It I think no. I just no. made it just that totally up. Anyway, enough. just yeah. you know, yeah, sticking our fingers in all, in all the pots. All sorts of pots. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know. For us, we love <laughs> the music. Like we love
1: yeah. making music.
2: That's probably when we're having like the most fun. Mm. Um, but I know, like, I'm just tr- looking back and thinking about all, how all of these different elements came to be. Like, I remember when we were making our Story Surprise videos. At first, it was just let's tell a simple story. Oh, let's act it out now. Let's add a craft segment. Let's add a singing segment. Mm. What music can we use? We like found we found this awesome guy. His name is Nick Davio. He is an American guy who writes some great songs. And we were like, oh, can we cover your song? And I think we got through two of his songs. And then we were like, these are amazing. But why? Why the heck aren't we just writing our own yeah. songs? Yeah. And so now. We've fallen into that. Like it really has all screw
0: giving him the four four cents. Yeah, It's my four cents, (laughs)
2: Nick (laughs) Davia. But you know, it's all been a happy, a very happy accident every step of the way.
1: Yeah, but it's it has been a big. We're continuously. You know, when you fall over and you're running forward. Yes, and can't can't stop. If you stop, you're in big trouble. Or else you'll fall over. That's us. (laughs) It feels a bit like that. Yeah. (laughs) That's a good, good. But it's really good. We're running forward and falling over and laughing at the same (laughs) time. So it's all good. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> so you've actually fallen and your feet are still going you're just basically pushing your head along through the grass uh, yes yeah, that's yeah.
1: exactly how <laughs> that's laughing right. yeah, hysterically. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well then let's talk about the actual let's let's get down to the nuts and bolts of the creativity side of things I mean let's start with um Mick who's uh, I mean I know who Mick is but <laughs> um who actually is doing the voice of Nick
2: Go
0: on, Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> it's don't tell the kids, but it's Anthony. Yeah. <laughs> kids listen to this. I don't think adults listen to this.
2: Oh, my gosh. Can I tell you how how Mick the teddy bear came to be? Yeah. So,
1: <laughs> another happy accident.
2: Another ha- absolutely happy accident. So Mick the teddy bear, uh, he's just this cute little teddy that I got when I was 14 at, like, the Brisbane show, like the Ecker. At the Ecker At, at yeah. the Ecker, <laughs> And um His original outfit was a tutu, and we had him in the background for a bit of decoration of our videos. We wanted to do um, a a video on nursery rhymes. And so we we were doing that, Jack be nimble, Jack be quick, Jack jump over the candlestick. But we were like oh we're, maybe, maybe oh wait, that's should. a bit dangerous
1: yeah we don't, don't want kids to jump over a lit fire <laughs>
2: <laughs> so we're like oh we'll just make it we'll jump over the teddy bear and we'll call him mick because it rhymes with candlestick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah and
1: there and that maybe. was it <laughs> so it's jack jump over the teddy mick and then yeah we just gave him a voice that
2: was it and then i'm anthony absolutely no planning or thought behind it you just like whipped out a voice yeah little did you know you were gonna have to stick with that forever more
1: but now it's great we've got this character who's an absolute loose unit and like (laughs) so like we're kind of over the top happy characters and all our stuff but then like he can be like, all right, everyone, let's get this party started. <laughs> and, and it's just this teddy. And the good thing is, like, I guess from the get-go, we never set up any, um, you know, very complex puppeteering with this teddy bear. No. It's just a teddy bear. Yeah, I pick and up so- on that. If I- <laughs> So so this character, because we set it up from the start, all all he needs to do is shake around on screen. It's, we made our lives pretty easy. <laughs> and have this crazy voice and like his what kids seem to love the
0: most. Yeah. Well, I, guess, I guess the other thing is it's like, all that you know, if you look at Peven and Sarah and things like that, is I guess what it does do is it creates the anti-character, doesn't it? It, it creates all the stuff that you want to say can make yes. sense through the antithesis of the other person who consistently gets it wrong and is a little bit yeah. of a loose unit, which is yeah. fun because it's a bear, but at some point you go, okay, but let's <laughs> not jump over a lit fire and let's, yes. do, it, let's do it this
1: way. Wait a sec. What's that noise? It's me,
2: Mick. I'm down here. Oh, it's Mick, the story surprise teddy. How you doing, Mick? Oi, hold me up to the
1: mic. I'm just a wee bear and I can't reach it down here. Oh, sorry, Mick. (gasps) Oopsy-daisy. Ah, ah, that's much better. It's Mickey Biggie's turn on the mic, yo. You two have had much more than enough (laughs) airtime. You can't wrap up the potty just yet. It's time for mix mates. Mix mates, mix mates, mix 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 mates.
0: Who is in the band? Because I watched the videos and there's two other people in there that they seem to be consistently in the videos, but don't seem to be as front and centre as you. Is that yeah. their choice, or have you said? <laughs> no,
1: no, it's just us.
2: We <laughs> said, get in the back. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: we've kind of said it because um, they're just two friends we've worked with before. They're um,
2: both um, they're both musical theatre performers. performers. Mm-hmm. They both do a lot of children's entertainment, which is why we got them on board they originally got on board with us for when we put together our live um our live show and we thought it would be awesome to incorporate live music so one of them plays the guitar one of them plays the keyboard and then they've jumped in some videos with us as well
1: yeah but we kind of uh kept it flexible i guess like i suppose we want to we just kind of want to use our talented friends Mm -hmm. that we've got out yeah. there um and collaborate with as many people as possible because uh lauren and i and our other friend dominic woodhead um write the music dominic's an amazing um uh, musical director in musical theater
2: he's... So he's the assistant musical director on frozen yeah right. um and, and we all went to uni together we're just super lucky so he's kind of um the, the silent third member. Story yeah. supplies the music, at least.
1: Because uh, <sighs> when we write music, we'll be like, it, it'll our, our method for writing music is usually one of us will run out of the shower with a towel and be like, <laughs> what does this sound like? And then we'll be like, okay, cool, let's work with that melody. And then we'll put some lyrics to it, put a theme to it. We'll kind of... Sing it and do the chords And then we'll send it to our friend Dominic Who puts, you know, drums and bass And all, this stuff all the good stuff behind it Makes it really juicy When we've just kind of done the basics <laughs> Well,
0: it sort of kind of doesn't surprise me That that is your songwriting approach Because it feels like you're The, the best way you, Well, there's two ways of working, I guess. You, you you pencil in time where you sit down and go, I'm for the next four hours I'm going to write and here's what I'm going to do. But I kind of get the sense if you look at the, the body of work and the expansion of what the story surprise is, is I guess your brains are just constantly always going, aren't they? So there's no real yeah. need to lock in a time because... Yeah. It's always it's on. always <laughs> happening, and it's just a matter of yeah. tapping into. I mean, is that is that something that's become more? Because I guess the other thing about children's entertainment, and, and sort of going back to the the exercise classes, the podcast, the music, and so on and so forth, is is it it's an industry that all of that is possible. Mm. All those kind of expansions and those digressions are completely feasible and doable, and and you can make and they're fun. I mean, I think that's yeah. the other thing is they're fun. The expectations from the children come more down to what the content you create rather than the production values of what you yeah. put out mm. there. I mean, is, has, has, has the story surprise surprised you, excuse the pun, mm. um, mm-hmm. and so I guess helped you tap into that idea that it is just this constant wheel in your brain or is it how you've always known that you've worked? Hmm. I, I think, think Anthony and I work pretty
2: differently. Yeah. Especially before stories arise. Yeah. What do you think?
1: Well, yeah. Well, I think we, yeah. We bef- we work very differently. Um, I think Lauren's a much harder worker than me. <laughs> 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 to be honest, um, uh, she can just go 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 go. Whereas if I don't stop, and have a
2: break, then you have a break like a, like a that's a very reasonable thing to do, <laughs> Anthony, to have a break.
1: But I I feel like um like all all my moments of creativity come in come from when i'm relaxing or when i've switched off and then that's when like you'll think of a cool melody or think of a nice idea to to explore um but
2: also i think that our ways of working complement each other for mm. example especially last year when we were all being in melbourne we were locked in our homes for so much of the year we couldn't go to a recording studio and it felt like we were still in those initial phases so the idea of actually going to lay down our music professionally hadn't even really crossed our minds yet. It was all just spitballing and putting things out there to bring people joy. And basically, like, uh, I would contact an author, for example, and, and ask them if they had a book that we could cover in Story Surprise. Say uh, one of them was like, I've got this great book on mega beasts. And I was like, "Fantastic! We're going to do an episode on Mega Beast. We're going to bring the story to life." And now, Anthony, we've got to write a song about Mega Beasts. <laughs> and I've so I've given the idea, and then yeah. Anthony. Can so
1: I'll shy. go and have a shower, <laughs> and then I'll run out of the towel. And like, what about this? <laughs> yeah.
2: Then Anthony's got the, original, the initial idea for you know the melody, the lyrics, and then we go back and forth. So
1: yeah, if it was just me, I would have ideas and then never do anything with them. Yeah. But then, Lauren's amazing ability is to actually turn. It into something mm. and actually have a product at the end of those ideas. All all, the, tooth, tooth train the tooth tooth train is on its way, so let's begin. The tooth tooth train is on its way, so jump on in. Up, toothbrush babe, pick up your brush but don't brush yet it's a beautiful day no need to rush
2: yeah so we were i think we work well together there but it's also you know it's constantly the way that we work is constantly shifting
0: a lot because of COVID as well yeah because um, like every week yeah. you come out with a new idea
1: yeah, yeah, like it's pretty. We've definitely pretty slowed. Crazy. We've slowed down a lot now.
0: Yeah, we've
2: slowed down a little bit. Also, because you know, <laughs> the more, the longer we've been out there, the more we kind of do want to bring the production value up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, we've still. Co- <laughs> I think in 2020, we were so productive, we've still got like a lot of music that we want to take to the recording studio and lay down properly to release properly, which is cool to have stuff in the bank now.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah.
2: But COVID keeps getting in yeah. the way. Yeah, every time
1: we book in a studio time, it's just... Lockdown. Yeah, lockdown. Lockdown. Yeah.
0: But, you know, we're all in that together, so... Let's get quite specific. Who did Christmas Mashup? That's a pretty extraordinary piece of music.
1: Oh, yeah. That was um, That's our friend, Dominic Woodhead, the MD, so... We... Well, that's not fair. That was pretty much you. Oh. I mean, Dom, you're great. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs>
2: but you, got, you guys both worked pretty closely together on that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we need, we need to do more Christmas songs. Yeah, we're I looking
2: think. forward to Christmas. That, yeah, that was pretty awesome. <laughs> but that is a great example of the brilliance of Dominic Woodhead.
1: Mm.
0: Mm. Um, he, yeah, it's great. Truly... It's, very, it's a very beautiful, just yeah, it's very well crafted. Very well crafted. It's piece awesome, of music. isn't
2: it? Yeah, he is, he's got perfect pitch. Yeah. And so, working with him, he—I sometimes feel bad singing in front of him because <laughs> if you're off pitch, he will let He'll you know that. with his eyes. <laughs> but um, actually, that Christmas mashup—we created that before Story Surprise. Yeah. Um. So before before COVID nineteen, and in a time in. 2019, when we were very much pursuing our careers as individual performers, because what tutoring. could
0: possibly go wrong, right?
2: I know oh. it'd be—it's all going to be fine. Remember all those plans we had? If oh, only my, we could my, talk
1: to those innocent I know. people. Finally, but 2019
0: I... was over. I mean, what a hell yes. year that was! Oh my
2: goodness, I know, right? Oh gosh, I hate past me. <laughs> But I remember we were like, we're going to pursue our performing careers and we're going to have this um, corporate entertainment company on the side, a company, uh, sorry, a business, which we actually registered. Mm. And the main thing that we were pursuing was a Christmas caroling a cappella group. Yeah. And so we wrote and kind of put together that Christmas mashup with Dom and his fiance, who also features in that video. video. Um, And then just as we were going to pursue it, then COVID and everything, you know, happened. And so we had that in the bank and we didn't want it to go to waste. So we thought, why not turn it into a story surprise thing? Yeah. So I'm glad we did. Cause yeah, that one it's really good. It's yeah, The of, adults can enjoy that one too, I think.
1: Yeah. It's the, the main thing we want to bring to our music is that it's pleasant to listen to for adults. <laughs> um, but also that it's, uh, stimulating for us to do. So we don't, we don't get, Sick of performing the same songs over and over
0: uh, again. Th- that's interesting because my next question was about my very best friend and, and you mm. described on YouTube you have like it's an a cappella song for kids but you, you, I feel that vibes through everything you do and I guess mm. that's your musical theatre. Like, you know, a musical theatre person can't do anything without finding a rich tapestry of harmonies in there yeah and i do find that's a lot of your music is quite i don't think sparse is fair i think it's very busy in the areas that you really enjoy mm. like the, the lyrically it's all i mean the, the the melodies and the harmonies are they're they're always very quite rich and very there yeah. you know with just a fairly on some occasions obviously the christmas mashup is just this whirlwind of extraordinariness but um <laughs> but you know everything else you know on the outside I was like okay, okay it's all very simple and sits in the but then sort of just going going actually it's but it's got that really complex in and then when I saw that bit about the berry bear I went but that, I feel that kind of goes through all your stuff
2: yeah. hmm. is that
0: you or is that
2: no I think that's well Dom uh Dominic the the musical director we've mentioned, and Anthony and I, we all trained together. Mm. So we have a very similar background. So I think that we all have that in us, this kind of um, what we're trying to achieve with the sound and the overall kind of production. The vision for that is always very similar. And Mm. I think when we've spoken with Dom about what we want to get out of our music and the music that we like, we tend to be on the same page there. Yeah. So I think that's a team preference team effort is why we arrive at that kind of vibe Mm -hmm. yeah
1: i think in 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 most songs we do we want at least one little moment for ourselves of going like oh yeah that feels good to sing to give you the little the little nice shiver or the nice like oh that's 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 juicy
2: juicy harmony
1: yeah yeah have you heard mega beasts yet (laughs)
0: I don't think I don't think
1: I have. So that that that's probably the song where we've gone a little bit left of centre and written a, a heavy metal heavy metal song for kids. <laughs> and there's no so vocals at all.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> there is, but it's like I don't know. It's like where, it's, where it's a seventies it? rock song so about mega beasts. Mega
2: beasts <laughs> is one that we wrote in lockdown, and it's the one that we've been trying to get into the recording studio to the the recording that you hear on YouTube because it's on YouTube yep. is. We've just done it at home, and we really want to go to the recording studio and do it properly. That's the one that's next lined up to do, but lockdown keeps getting in the way of that happening.
1: <laughs> um, so my... you can
2: only see hear it on YouTube. But um, let's just say, <laughs> let's just say, when parents have sent us videos of their kids <laughs> watching Mega <laughs> Beast, their faces—I know no one can see my face—but their faces are just like. <gasps> They're just kind of like, and the parents are in the background like rocking out.
1: Yeah, the, the parents love it, and the kids have their minds melted yeah. by and the shredding guitars. Yeah.
2: And, and we are very conscious that for kids, it's like inc- maybe teetering on the side of too stimulating, but we almost don't mind because the parents just love it so much. Yeah. So we would love to throw something in there for the parents.
1: so <laughs>
0: a little mildly disappointed in myself that I don't know it. I kind of pride oh my myself God. on the on things. No, looking it's okay, Benny. It's, think, it's oh, not. <laughs> it's okay. We've you got a lot know, of I content think, I there. think this <laughs> might be the last podcast I ever do. I think I clearly this isn't <laughs> this isn't what I'm meant to be doing. No, you can shrink.
2: You can, I, I'm almost <laughs> glad you haven't heard it because I feel like you'd have a strong opinion about it one way or the other. <laughs>
0: yeah. We could pause for just five minutes yeah. and I could find it and just have yeah. a big watch of it. Uh, <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> well, I, I want to talk about your YouTube stuff because uh, because again there's this idea and as you're talking about you're sort of solidifying your ideas a bit stronger and obviously the youtube stuff is great and 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 it felt like like a lot of this stuff you you were in in content you were in <laughs> um, lockdown and you were desperately your brains were stuck in content but um <clears throat> it's like you had this this array of songs you had and you <clears throat> found yourself in a situation where you couldn't ideally do the things you want to do so you you in some occasions you got a green screen you decorated your bedroom or something and yep. just went let's just pump them all out and we did it mm. and and it's great and it's it's perfect for for what it needs to do it, do you do you feel though as you're getting a bit more engrossed in it and you're you're starting to get far more invested on the potential of it I mean do you either look back on that that content or the content that's to come and start going, all right, let's now I, – uh, I guess I guess. do you sort of go, we now have grander visions of what those visuals mm. can be? Um, not not that they suffer, but do you know what I mean? Like, I mean, they're, yeah, they're, they're I of the time, they're of the yeah. situation you were in, whereas now I guess we are, in theory, moving into a different type of luxury we haven't had for the last year and a half. I mean, is that, totally. is that sort of on your brain? I think
2: – yeah, I think it's really interesting, like some of the – original, original stuff that we made. It's like, oh, do we delete that now? But no, I would never would because I think it, it's nice to look back on and it's nice for people to see our journey. We certainly, like I think Anthony always phrases it, homemade charm. <laughs> it's got homemade charm. But, <laughs> and yes, that, that is 100% a product of lockdown. But also I don't think that that's a terrible thing. I no, think that you said before, Benny, you know, like the, often the kids don't care about the production mm. value. And I think that we really have found that to be true. Of course, we want looking forward, you know, we've got a great videographer that we've made a contact uh, connection with now who would love to do some stuff for us in the future. And yeah, we'd like to go to studios and we'd like to do this, that and the other. And we certainly hope to do that. But I think that the homemade charm that we found is a huge part of story surprise. Mm. And I, we kind of, lent into the idea that you know you don't need these grandiose things to entertain the kids or for it to be a great product or a really entertaining product
1: yeah like when i was a kid all i needed was a cardboard box a, a stick and a brick <laughs> yeah.
2: and um yeah because we kind of did you know decorate our lounge room or our bedroom whatever we might have been using the kids a lot of kids saw that and thought like oh i've got yeah i've got a i've got a green sheet at home i'm going to put that up and make a cubby house or you know Uh,
0: in my experience i think one of the most misunderstood things by adults when it comes to children's content is people never fully understand why play school has been such a successful show and continues to be and even when you explain to them the thing about a show like that which which just resonates more than anything else is that every single thing you see a child has in their room yeah. and that is mm. an enormously empowering thing and I think people yeah. still don't really appreciate or understand how empowering that is and, and like, yes, it's got that home sort of made charm but I don't think it's even a charm. I think it's a necessity. I, th- I think yeah. what's, what's beautiful about that is it is completely achievable and it's straight from the reality of that child. And I think if you look at a child, you know, children of that age group, um, you know, and you look at the egocentrism and the way that the world still evolves around the way they see themselves within it, it's, it's, it, it doesn't really make much sense to present something that has no relevance to them. You know?
2: Yeah, I agree. Mm. I think at first it, it all came out of um, having, no, having literally no choice, being in lockdown. Um, but I think for us, we, I, I'd love to hold on to that, mm. hold, hold on to this whole homemade charm and then, it, you know, however we want to phrase it. Also because <laughs> we touched on this before, but we love what we do, but there is not a lot of money in it. Mm. You know, maybe one day that will change, but there are some some projects that we'd like to achieve that, you know, we're going to have to, if we want to achieve them, most likely we're going to have to be putting our own money into it. And that's, you know, it's a huge investment. And therefore we just, we simply are not in a place to constantly be producing things with a professional videographer or in a professional studio or Mm. employing other people to help us. Like if we want to keep bringing joy to people with, um, content that comes out fairly regularly there's going to be a lot of homemade charm in there people (laughs) totally. and and i'd rather do that than not do it at all yeah and i think there's a lot of things to benefit from it
1: not that we don't have um big dreams and stuff like that for what we want to do like but i feel like we're going to carry that homemade charm or just try the 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 honesty of it all and the simplicity of it all into the future like we'd love we'd love to be able to Probably our main thing, because we are performers, is to continue with our live shows and to be performing live music is the main thing. But with that, we'd love to do it with an, a real band, which is why yeah. we got our yeah. friends to be in a band, rather than hitting just hitting a backing track and yeah. singing along to it. We'd love to have the full thing. That's probably one of the biggest well, goals. Goals, well, we yeah. got some goodies for you. <gasps> goodies for me? Ooh, like a new good bike? Lauren... You can't even ride a bike.
2: Hey, I'm working on it.
1: Ding, ding. I mean, goodies, as in good stories. Stories about being smart, being strong, being brave, and being true to who you truly are. Lots of awesome.
0: I mean, I guess also too is both being performers that you know it doesn't matter how good a production is if if the script isn't there then it's always boring, yeah. isn't it? You know what I mean? Yeah. You, can, you can do it however way you want to do it, but it's as long as the content's good, um, you know, which is, I think, what is what is a bit of a standalone for the two of you, um, that the content, not only is it great, it's just incredibly varied. It's just such a huge... Yeah, it's just monstrous. I do want to move on to Story Surprise because even me... Um, waxing lyrical about take as long as you want we're heading up to (laughs) the hour (laughs) and i still and i'm just scrolling and and i'm just scrolling scrolling through my notes going i've still got like about an hour's. no not at all no (laughs) that's great i love it it's 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 amazing um but but there's one thing i want to talk about the story surprise but before i get to that there's one thing i do want to say only because I, i feel like i really need to say this before it comes up in conversation um And and I want to talk within the story surprise you of... It looks like you've just started doing the sit-down sessions. Mm. And the reason I wanted to bring these up is... is I'm glad that you're doing them because I wasn't really... Obviously, questioning your work ethic. So it's good to know that you've taken <laughs> on something else,
1: something new. Yeah, I know,
0: right? <laughs> <clears throat> but but I think I think of all the things you do, this is one of my favourite things. Even though it's new, I, I watched. I mean, I watched a few of them, but obviously, I saw the Betwixt episode. Oh, yeah. Now, it's the reason I wanted to bring this up is it's it's one thing to write songs or stories about gender identity and, and and any topic that a percentage of society feel uncomfortable to talk about with children however to be able to interview an adult about these things but put it into a vocabulary and a sensibility of a child is an incredibly rare different type of talent um, to be able to talk off the cuff and candidly about things such as you know gender identity and fluidity takes an enormous amount of comfort, and it really takes a lot of courage. And I don't mean courage just by bringing up the topic, but you you speak to an adult, and you somehow put that conversation with that old adult into the context as if you are sharing it with a four year old, and <clears throat> that's um, that that means a lot that means a lot to me personally it means a lot to me as a teacher it means a lot to me as a champion of children's content um, I mean do you do you feel moving forward on the sit-down sessions that you've struck a good balance with how to speak with adults and keep it interesting for children or have you just wanted to go actually you know what this is for parents um, you know Or did you just do one and went, let's see how this goes?
2: Yeah. um, So these sit-down sessions came about because we started a new season of our podcast. So the podcast is definitely something that parents can sit in the lounge room and have it playing and enjoy, but it's for the kids. And we wanted to have a piece of content that was well-rounded to kind of support that podcast. So the podcast is obviously audio. And the sit-down sessions that you mentioned, Benny, are a video interview with an adult, that adult that we interview. So there's only two sit-down sessions so far because we're only a week and a half into this kind of new new project because we needed more of them. <laughs> um, and uh, the, the adults that you see in those interviews are the voices of the mm. character in the podcast. So it all kind of ties together. The first one we did was with our friend, Juan Gomez, who is a, an actor, a children's entertainer, who identifies as non-binary, and we very much just thought, let's see how this goes. We don't have a huge platform, but we just all, you know, as if you might've noticed, we're always trying to think of new things to do and we want to use our platform for good. And a lot of what we do is story time kind of vibes, which, you know, there's a lot of that out there. So how can we really do something mm. meaningful with that? um and we've got more to come i've I, I don't know if you have anthony but i've received a few messages over the last like week and a half from really like all sorts of people being like thank you so much for doing this i think this is really important and yeah um you know the topics and the stories that we're covering are out of the not out of the box but you know they're maybe not what everyone expects for example um we covered my shadow is pink which is by australian author scott stewart and it's about a little boy who wants to wear a dress to school, and then we covered gender stereotypes. The second episode is called *Betwixt*, and it's about a child who identifies as non-binary. And I'm not going to lie to you, Benny, we've had some unfollows.
0: Yeah, sure, um, yeah, I mean, you
2: know, which you is will. to be expected. But but for those who, you know, some people it's not their cup of tea and they're not interested. But for those who are interested, they are, you know,
1: very appreciative. Very
2: appreciative. Mm. Um. And, it's, and to be honest, it is all very new for us. We're not used to interviewing other adults. Mm. Um, and I think that we are finding we're comfortable in it right now because we first were like, let's go out there and get some famous guests to be on the podcast and then we'll interview them, which we absolutely would love to do at some point. But the two guests that we've had so far are industry folk with great stories to tell and really important things to say. So mm. why not use our platform to let them Yeah, sure. Do that. And Mm. uh, I'm really stoked that we're doing something a little bit different. Um,
1: And also because, like, in the stories, uh, we're getting them to do the storytelling and help us perform these characters because we ourselves don't identify with the characters in the story. So, Mm. like, in the first, in um, My Shadow Was Pink, the main character is a boy who likes to dress in women's clothing. So we got a friend who likes to dress in women's clothing. So it's coming from an honest... Perspective. perspective yeah and our second book betwixt is about uh, uh a student who is non-binary and is navigating their first couple of days at school so we've got someone who's also non-binary because we don't come from those perspectives yeah and then to be able to put them into some kind of language for kids that's not too you know overwhelming it's very casual simple easy to understand but then also to have these sit-down sessions, as well as the podcast, which is a little more adult, but also so we can let the adults know why we're doing it, why we're getting these yeah. guest storytellers in?
0: Yeah, I, I, absolutely. <clears throat> but my, my, my the, the thing about the sit-down session that was so overwhelming for me was not so much... Um, I don't I don't know if it was so much the content as such. I mean obviously the content was extraordinary, but but it's more just being able to talk to two two adults and bring that conversation down mm. to the sensibilities of a four or five year old yeah. is incredibly rare. You can do that when you're talking to a child. You can adjust yourself. Mm. But when you're talking to another person your own age, your your instinct is to, you know, try to impress everyone in the room with the kind of <laughs> words you know and all these kind of <laughs> things. But to keep it right down, and and I really think, honestly, it's true because we
1: don't know many words ourselves.
0: That's <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Maybe that's why I loved it so much. I was like, oh <laughs> my god, I understand every word they're saying. But um, <laughs> I it I just it just it's particularly coming from an early childhood world, and it's and it's it's a constant. Not battle, but it's a constant discussion with teachers about, well, how do you talk about kids about yeah. any of these things about, um, you know, our traditional custodians, everything, everything that yeah. is is deemed uh, tricky. Yeah.
2: Um.
0: And the thing is, you, there, there is not a topic on the face of the earth. There is there is simply nothing in this planet you cannot talk to a child about. You just need to know yeah. the language to use to speak to them. And to mm. be able to use that language while you're talking to another adult, I was quite genuinely blown away by it. I watched no, it and thanks. went, I've never seen adults talking in an environment like that, um, that I think my four-year-old will want to watch and I think that was I think that's I think that's really rare and I think that's really important because I think that that's what you really want is you don't what you want from something like the sit-down sessions, if, if, if I may be so bold, is mm-hmm. to suggest, because um, there's nothing like somebody else rocking on in and telling you what you want to do with your content. No, it, I love it. It oh. <laughs> is this idea that you want a parent to feel empowered to be able to have a conversation themselves yeah. when it comes absolutely. up because you don't know yes. when it's going to come up.
1: Yeah.
2: Yes, absolutely. I think that, that was like our key kind of focus. It was like we want this to be the thing that can open up the conversation for the parent and child, um, and also I think we were just—we're probably better practiced at, the, at it than we realize from our careers, from just you know mm-hmm. being immersed in this world for so long in so many different ways. But also the the guests that we had, we really wanted them to be empowered and to take the lead. So before the camera come came on, we had you know in-depth conversations with them about what they thought and how they'd like to be asked. And okay, if I said this. As a person from the non-binary community, how does that make you feel? Do you think that we can reword this in a different way, in a more appropriate way, a better way? Um, so we had those conversations before we jumped uh, on the camera.
1: Because mm. um, also, we're 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 learning. Yeah, yeah we're so learning so much we about all too. Because we're
2: tackling. You know, we want to we want to address some big topics um, and some big stories. They're not always our stories to tell. So we're very much. Um, learning as we go and mm. letting people who know better than we do to tell these stories and, and take kind of the forefront. Let's yeah. do it! Alrighty. Betwixt is a story about gender. Some people are girls or women.
1: Some people are boys or men.
2: Some people are both or neither. Whether you're a boy, a girl, both or neither, you can choose what pronouns feel right for you. A pronoun is something a person can use to refer to you. Like she, her, he, him, they, them, or any combination of these. Oh, and there are some more too.
1: Yeah, in our story today, Jean starts at a new school. When someone asks Jean if they are a boy or a girl, Jean says... No, I'm not a
2: second best boy or a second best girl. I'm just me. Betwixt is a story about Gene, who doesn't identify as a boy or a girl. They just like being them.
1: We went searching to find a guest storyteller who is like Gene from today's story and could help us to share it with you. And then it
2: hit us.
1: Bing! Katie!
2: Katie. Hi, everyone! Hi, Hi
1: Katie. Katie!
2: I'm excited to do this because this is my first podcast. Ooh. Ooh.
1: Let's, Let's do it! Do it.
2: Ah. Bitwixt by
0: Hazel Edwards. Adapted by Story Surprise. That's us. Let's just get a little bit technical for a second. Um, Anthony, are you the one are you editing all the podcasts? Yeah. Because yeah. that's the other thing. I was listening to the podcast and then I was watching the sort of, I guess, the visual version of the podcast on YouTube and things. And there's, oh, yeah. there really is actually an extraordinary amount of work in all of those. There's actually a lot of different <laughs> camera angles. There's yes. a lot of edits. It all seems very simple, but it, it is not simple. And to put together like a 10-minute video or something, is it, that's an extraordinary amount of work yeah. to have to do. I mean, wh- how long does an episode... Take the two of you. I mean, you've got, I mean, oh, my God, there's mixed voice to do. Yeah. Um, you know, there's all, this. There's, there's so much. Anthony this. is insane. <laughs> <laughs> he is. Do you I'm do it in the shower? <laughs> Sit in the one. <laughs> he brings the yeah. computer
2: into the shower. He would have It gets could. a bit
1: electric shocking, but yeah. it's worth it. Keeps me no, going. Anthony
2: is, I'll let you talk, I promise. But Anthony <laughs> is incredible. Like we have, you know, like a lot of the time I'll write the script, we'll tweak it together and. I am not going to lie you, to you, Benny, or to anyone listening. I am incredibly technologically challenged. Yep. So much so that to even set the microphone up for this interview today, I simply couldn't do it. Anthony had to do it. <laughs> um, so, Anthony is 100% responsible for all of the editing that you see. And he is so talented and, for the most part, self taught. Like, it's in, it blows my mind every time. Go on, Anthony, toot your horn. Go. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, no, uh, yeah, we've just kind of been, we are just been. Figuring it out as we go along. Like um, a lot of the stuff, like when we first did this podcast, we, in our first season, we just churned them out. It was every single week for, I think we did it for 30, 31 weeks. 31 weeks straight. And a lot of that was, um, hmm. it was a bit like, what? It's Sunday already? Oh, we've got to do a podcast by tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and so, Have
2: it edited. so
1: we'd write a script, <laughs> record it, in our cupboard, wow. quickly whack some banjo in the background, some silly sound effects, and do it. And through doing all that, it was kind of just like, oh, okay, this is this is how you do yeah, a podcast, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because we had to. Um,
2: but it's not just a podcast; it's all the videos as well. It's all Anthony. He's yeah, it's just, just kind of figuring
0: awesome. it. I like, um, is it getting easier, or is it just also fun discovering what you can do?
1: Yeah, it, there there is. I, I love learning and. Learning a new thing that makes the whole process easier mm. is so nice because you're like, oh, I just learned how to do this thing and it takes, you know, a good <laughs> half an hour so off my true. workload. Yeah. So true. I mean, it's frustrating when you yeah. figure out those things. I've been wasting my time on this and then you can click <laughs> it with a button and it's all done. Um, but, no, it is it is a lot of work, like, especially now because of the content we're creating for the podcast, we're putting more effort into the script writing to get these messages across, into finding the right book, the right guest the right author to use, um, and with this extra content, it is extra work. So there's there's multiple days involved in the script writing, the recording, mm-hmm. the editing, um, but of all the things we've done, it seems to be the most enjoyable.
2: Yeah, like really. at the moment, I think, you know, where the, there are some terrible things, you know, there's a lot of terrible things that come with, lockdown and everything that's happening in the world right now. But for us, we've taken advantage of the time that it's given us. So, like, for example, our lives right now, we're pretty much, we're working full-time hours on our podcast for very little, little, little tiny bit of money. Yeah, and then <laughs> um, working
1: elsewhere to and get then, rent. You know, and then
2: I, every, uh, most nights a week I jump on and I teach children in China English. So I work, we work all day on wow. what we want to do and then we go off and yep. in the middle of the night do other jobs just to, <laughs> you know... To survive, but that's I what have, we do. I
0: do, I do love the fact that I would send you a message at six o'clock trying to organise this, and then I'd wake up <laughs> the next morning, and there's yeah. <laughs> a reply I sent at midnight. Yep. Yeah, that's, I am, that's Lauren. That's i, I by then. Yeah, that like, I mean,
2: that's a good thing, Benny. We're crazy.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, it's interesting you talk about the podcast being the thing that you feel you've you've connected with the most, because I, I definitely, I mean, I've had the luxury of being able to go back through your the last season and and judge you mercilessly for it. <laughs> and um, But but out of all the things, and, and I do mean this musically and everything, I feel like the podcasts are the ones that you've really s- grown in. And I don't just mm. mean grown technically. I just mean you feel like you've found your footing a lot stronger. Yeah. And I look at season two compared to season one. And, you know, it, with the things like the sit-down sessions, I mean, I don't think the sit-down sessions are – I mean, and I'm sort of guessing again, but, you know, they, they feel like they've come from more of a place of just going, I'm really behind this these podcasts and I think they deserve more and they yeah. deserve more to be said. And, and I don't think you would have even considered that at the season one because I guess you're still trying to find your feet, whereas I feel the yeah. podcast is mm. something that's really – yeah, they've really um, – they have, out of everything that you do, I feel they're the things that have shown the most growth and the most maturity, which is sad because you don't want to be mature with children. Never. But um, but they've definitely have got the, they, they have displayed the most maturity and growth over the, yeah. last, over the last however long it's been.
2: Yeah, I think that, yeah, we love it and that's why because we put that, you know, extra time and effort into that. And also it's interesting talking to parents about, you know, what kind of entertainment they're more likely to hand over to their kids. And I think we're still living in a time where people are not always so willing to hand over the iPad for YouTube. That's just my experience talking to parents. Also, I mean, this is a whole other conversation, but, you know, we're making content for kids on YouTube, but we're not on YouTube kids as many kids entertainers yeah it's it's a bit of a process to get on that so some parents are a little bit more reluctant to hand over an ipad with youtube that videos for children if it's not coming from youtube kids and therefore they're more likely to feel comfortable with some screen free entertainment and the podcast you know they can hit play and they go bam 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 one after the other um and also before we started the podcast, a few parents said to me, oh, I only let the kids watch television or, you know, look at a screen for, you know, half an hour. So then I just play your YouTube videos in the background. So they're just listening to them. So we thought, oh, well, that's good. We've just started this podcast. So that'll be more useful. Mm.
1: Um, On and, a business side as well, podcast is, is where we can potentially generate income. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah of, course, yeah, of Compared to, you know. Working on YouTube, putting all our effort into YouTube, and getting Harder the four thousand yeah. watch hours yeah. in a year to be able to make a little bit of income from that.
0: Well, look, it's been it's it's been incredible getting to speak to you a bit more about what you do. I, I mean, I really generally mean it. It's it's kind of exploded out of oh, not out of nowhere. I think I think, um, and I don't think that's fair. Actually, it's been a long time building, but mm-hmm. you know, it, as I said at the start, it doesn't there's a gen, genuine what's the word I want to say gen, there's a genuine interest in the two of you and, I, and you know you got to get that sense that it's going to be around for a while which obviously leads me to my final question what's next and don't 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 patronize me and tell me there is nothing coming next. <laughs> there's uh, gotta be there's gotta be something, you know, like you know I think like, Continue I think doing all the things that you are doing now, but there's gotta be other things. Yeah,
2: I think the dangerous thing with me is that and anthony i think this drives him insane i will like wake up in the morning and have an idea and if that idea hasn't come to like full fruition by the end of the day yeah, i'm like yeah. we failed we've yeah, failed yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so we're always coming up with new ideas i honestly think for us the next thing that we really want to be able to do is to do our live shows because we got this yeah. tiny little taste of being able to do them in a safe period between lockdowns and restrictions and now that's come come, you know, crashing down
1: on everyone. But mm, to get that immediate feedback from well, people. Well, it's who you both are, it's amazing. aren't you? It's yeah, what you yeah. do.
0: You are yeah, your, we can, your performance We're live. You, you, yeah, you we're, need to be in front of people. Yeah. yeah,
2: and so it's really tough for everybody in children's theatre and the performing arts in general because people are so reluctant right now to book you in because... Yeah. Nobody's course. got the money. Yep. Our restrictions going to impact it, so that's where we would love to really put a lot of our time is into actually performing live because that is what we're that's what we do.
0: because
1: mm. um, for that brief little bit of time where there wasn't a lockdown, we performed at five libraries or so yeah. and like kind of venues, and it was just for you know the local the local community audience, you know, small audiences as well because of lockdown. Sorry covid restrictions but it just felt so good to be able to perform in front of people to have kids jumping up to have kids walking on stage around you while you're dancing (laughs) like all the the mayhem and havoc that comes with that that. we live for yeah we live for it
2: so live shows is what we really want to do and we also want to record and write a bunch more music
1: yeah we've got so much music to put out there so the probably probably the next big thing is an album yes i guess and, and yeah
0: thank you for saying that because I, I've, I've been almost reluctant to bring it up because i'm I'm <laughs> so ashamed of myself for the monster song but the I went, to, <laughs> I went to spotify and could only find three singles and went that feels yeah. very yeah, right. wrong that doesn't you're there's right. something not right about that
1: yeah we've got three songs out there I think oh. you've got three albums, don't you? We've got to catch up to you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm about to release the fourth. So, oh, oh, so exciting. Any yeah, minute now. That, oh, how exciting. When I say minute, I say many, 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 many minutes from now. Many minutes. Yeah. <laughs> lockdown again just stopped everything, exactly, right? Exactly, so, yeah.
2: You know. Exactly. Just, yeah, I mean. I hate that lockdowns affecting us so much, but we have no control over it so I just got to let it go. Mm-hmm, but totally. um, we've got three songs on Spotify and you know music streaming platforms, but there's about there's about, I'm going to say like seven or eight more that are pretty much fully fleshed out that are on YouTube, and they're the yeah. versions of us with a video. We recorded them at home during. Peak lockdown last year. They're the ones we're ready to take into the recording studio to release properly, proper versions. And then there's about, you know, like four or five other ones in the bank and a whole range Mm. of other ideas. It's just um, finding, you know a break between lockdowns or restrictions to totally. do
0: that. Mm. Yeah. With all the work that you do, I think what comes out really strongly is is this idea that you do just want to really make a really safe space for children and I think you want to create a safe place for parents to send their children. And I yeah. think it comes through and I think it's really important and um I think you know I'm personally I find myself being drawn to your work from a parent's perspective, from an entertainer's Mm -hmm. perspective and from a teacher's perspective and I think that's a really nice... Triplet, to to yeah. Wow, that's so nice, Um, thanks, Benny. Yeah, so and I do I do appreciate your time because I know know your time is incredibly precious. (laughs) (laughs) So I do want to thank you for for thank you for having a portion of it to dedicate to me today. (laughs) Any time.
2: Thank you for thank
0: you for all your kind words. (laughs) Yeah, it's been so nice talking to you. I know. If you'd like to know more about Lauren and Anthony and Story Surprise, then head along to their website at www.storysurprise.com.au. And of course, for more Benny Time goodness, head along to www.bennytime.com. Thanks for listening to me, Benny, asking Lauren and Anthony questions.